Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy, happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. Syracuse is bowl-bound as the orange defense keeps NC State out of the end zone in a big way. And remain undefeated on the year so far with a 24-9 win over the Wolfpack. The 6-0 Orange also move up in the AP rankings to 14th. And uh, they went off the bye week with Babers. So breaking all sorts of glass ceilings. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you and fan feedback quickly. Joe, I didn't give you a heads up on this because you were late. So I forgot. But uh, did you listen... Did you listen to Coach Bayheim's presser um, over the over the weekend? What was it? I did. Friday? Was it Friday? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything in there other than maybe playing some man defense and, and doing some things a little differently? Um, he mentioned he doesn't think that we're going to be as able to, to score like we did from the outside, but we got guys that he thinks are talented enough to really make a difference on the inside, which would just change the whole dynamic. And he thinks the defense is going to be a little better. That's about what I got out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, he took, so he had, they had ACC media day. Um, and somebody in ACC media day, you know, they came out and basically asked what his expectations were or something like that. And he said, you know, that you're going to make the tournament. So, you know, all week long, there was a situation where there was, you know, media that were make, kind of making a big deal about it. They're saying, oh, Jim Beheim said we're going to miss. So, you know, he made sure to let everybody know in media day and everything like that, that, uh, you know, it should be your expectation to go to the tournament. And it's ex- his expectation every like it wasn't just a. Uh, this year, you know, an expectation if, for this if, year. If you'd have thing, been right? asked 46 years prior to, to, you know, Friday or whatever yeah. this week, he would have said the same thing. Exactly. So, um, you know, there's that. And then um, he also let his opinions be known about, you know, how, you know, he thinks that the teams should. Uh, how they should be judged. Um, oh, and kind oh. of alluded to how good the Big Ten was during the regular season last uh, he, year. He said but they he said they sucked. 
they sucked in the tournament. I think were yeah. the exact words Wait, that yeah. he said. So. He said they sucked um, in the tournament. Yes. Yeah. So and, and again, I mean, it's it's tough because basketball, college basketball, and college football, you know, they're two totally different things. In football, you need a number, an arbitrary number. You're not. There's no resume. You know, they're not going to give you a bowl game with four four wins because you played a, a tough s- schedule, right? Um, but basketball, um, I mean, football every week matters. Basketball. Every game doesn't necessarily matter you, as long as you build a good enough resume to get into the tournament. Then really, it is what you know what you do in that tournament. You know, well, you football the, is the quadrant system in basketball, which has helped out. I think helped out tremendously. It's probably one of the better ideas that they've had in our lifetime. Right, it's a quadrant but, system. I mean, in football, is like you are what your record says you are, no matter what happens right. in the schedule and all that other stuff. Where in basketball, <clears throat> it's a little more convoluted, and the record doesn't tell the full story. And realistically. Like he said, it doesn't matter till you get to a tournament. It doesn't matter till you get to the tournament. That's what you're playing for. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, just figured we'd we'd do a quick hit on that before. Yeah, basketball is coming fast, man. Yeah, it's like weeks, <laughs> right? Hold on a second. Um, I, be- I believe they have a couple. I, so exhibitions at the end of October, right? Y- y- yeah. So they were already supposed to. Have had something the Orange Madness, which we which this weekend, and then so, um, Indiana, PA, exhibition October twenty fifth, and then another South New Hampshire exhibition on November first, and then November seventh is Lehigh. Boom, there you go. So that's it. <laughs> that's it. What did I say? Weeks? It was weeks. It was mm-hmm. about yeah, three weeks. Correct. Yeah, about three yep. weeks away. So the overlap comes, and the overlap will come with a bowl game. So a, a, a two yes. a two episode bonus for the Q's militia with the bowl game. And with that said, let's hear what Coach had to say after the win. doing this for quite a while and I'm really excited about obviously starting 6-0. That is something that's extremely special. Uh, I just care so much about these players and the things that they've gone through and, and it's amazing what uh, people can do when they all stay together and they don't care who gets the credit and they're going to all drop the E so that we can all go in the same direction and uh, really, really proud of what this football team's done. So proud of the student body. Wow. And the community getting behind this team, and what a 12th man, what an effect on the game, and how difficult is it? You should get a grin on your face. How difficult is the situation for a young man who's never started a game before to go in there against Otto's Army and really think that he could be able to operate? I'd like to see who that person is because that would be a special someone, there's no doubt. Questions? And then Tucker's third down rush that came up short. Did you feel like that was over the line, or did, were you okay I, with where it got marked? I marks? can't wait to see that angle because I'm not going to get in trouble, but I can't wait to see that angle. I was right there, and I'm not as young as I used to be, so I'm not going to go out there yet, but I will watch the tape, and I will let you know. Garrett Williams was the last athlete that I saw before I walked up here. He was looking me eye to eye, and I told him that I expect him back lickety-split. And he said he'll see what he can do. But I can tell you what was going on in those 42 minutes. You ready? You ready? Body blow, body blow, body blow, 
body blow. You and I are fighting, and you're not throwing any headshots. You're not trying to take my chin off. There's no uppercuts. Everything. Garrett, could you just kind of talk us through those two interceptions? Were there specific things that went wrong there, or was that just like a testament to the strength of NC State's defense? Oh uh, yeah, no, one of them. We uh, we thought we got him to jump off sides, and I I looked at the ref, and he was reaching for his pocket, but then I didn't have the, I couldn't sit there and watch the flag come out. But uh, and everybody else did too, because you know they abandoned the play. You know everybody went to ran to the end zone because that's the only what you do. And we had one earlier, the first touchdown was the same thing. So, you know, I threw it up trying to give the guy a chance. And sure enough, you know, they look over, there was no flag. And then that's, that's when you start to feel like an idiot. But um, that and then the other one, we just got pushed out of bounds. And, uh, you know, it was – corner made a great play. But, um, you know, we just got to hold that line and let the ball drop in. But um, besides that, I mean, you know, stuff to learn from. It's nothing that – I mean, we left 21 points out there easily just from those two plays and penalties when we had momentum. So, I mean, it's just a testament of what we can do and, you know, we're going to start needing those, especially next week. You know, we can't afford to turn the ball over twice and give Clemson two more opportunities like that. But uh, the defense has been playing phenomenal, and that's just a testament to them being able to win with the way we've been playing like that. So, all right, Joe. Look, not a whole lot in there. There was a there was a moment I didn't include because because I mean just just um, this surreal moment with with Dino watching the the crowd storm the field, which was. Uh, a lot of fun uh, sitting at home watching. Um, but, I mean, with that said, that, that brings us to uh, the first point that Coach was making there. Just really proud of everybody. Just um, a, just a wildly surreal thing. It doesn't feel like it that much. But um, at the end of the day, this is the first time this, this Syracuse football team's gone 6-0 since 1987, and they were undefeated that year. Now, yep. my expectations aren't there, but with that said, I mean, just a huge accomplishment. And to think about going 6-0, and I mean, there's only, what, like 12 of them left, I think, in the whole country or something like that. And I saw it earlier, and I should have counted them, but um, it might even be less than that. But um, the student body, Otto's Army, got the Otto's Army hat on today uh, because they were amazing. The community was amazing. You know, we can't, it, you can't sell out the dome without the community. That is that is a locals effort, and um, you know I, there was there, there's some pictures that I've seen on Facebook from from high above the dome, looking down and around, and uh, it looked beautiful. And uh, man, I wish that was a constant thing in our culture to be able to pull that off. But uh, with that said, you know, big game, big crowd, uh, four false starts, I think, and at least one timeout. That crowd causing that kind of ruckus. And also, I think Otto's Army's, uh, the official Twitter has the count at false starts at like 14 or something like that. So yeah, uh, for the year. So the false start ticker uh, up to 14 right now. And um, it came across the TV. What happens with the TV stuff is that it gets so loud, but it levels off because the mics just level it off before it's, you know before it's overwhelming for people at home, which they should just let it be overwhelming. The, the, the real way you can tell over the TV the, the, with the volume of the dome is when, the, when a referee is trying to speak or when broadcasters are, are speaking right at, at, the, at the height of an exciting moment. So anyways, excellent. I'm just uh, really happy for, for the team and to be able to be on that field when, when, the, when the crowd stormed it. But I don't know if you saw Tennessee's no storm. Yeah. 
Holy cow. I hate to be outdone that quickly, but my but, goodness. Yeah, I mean, that, that whole Alabama. It's funny, too, because um, I guess they the fans took the uh, the field goal post out of the stadium. Two of them. And, yeah, both of them. And I think they said it, they went downtown, ended up downtown at a bar or something like that. And then I guess I heard today that one of them ended up in the bottom of a lake. So, uh yeah, they kind of went insane. You know, I had a buddy in Kyle, uh, from uh, the Army who's a huge Tennessee fan, and he'd always talk about how he hated Alabama and they could never beat him and all that stuff. And he literally, I was you know, going back and forth with him on Facebook. He told me he cried. So uh, that, was, that was a big deal for Tennessee fans. And, uh, you know, that's big boy football down there. That's national championship type talk. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's real big. But it's, as far as with us is concerned, 6-0, and um, I really didn't want to see them the field storm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I mean, but you know, you knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, most likely they're still undefeated. You know, when you look at the players that they that's celebrated. kind of oh, hold, hold on, well, hold on though. It's kind of a big deal. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 a little bit with you, but I don't know if I really have a, a that strong of an opinion about it. Well, you, I just I mean, you're 18th or 15th. You know, I don't know, but. Nonetheless, there's no other real opportunity this year to to do that. That was it at home. There's no other yeah, op- there's no other opportunity on the schedule that you pull off a win. It's going to that's going to justify you storming the field. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, I mean, I guess I, I, I do say, you know, let's let's act like we've been there before, but we haven't really been there that much before. It's right. Exactly. So I guess I can understand that, especially with the I was nine. <laughs> with the students, you know, that and what they've seen as far as, you know, yeah, seniors yeah. and stuff like that, most, right? So most of the kids are there for four years, man, you know, and it's been since two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Five well, years. Well first ago. off, so you know, I, I turn it on. I was watching the game with uh, you know, my brother in law who's an NC State fan. We turn it on and, you know, they announce, Oh, Devin Leary out for the game, which you know we knew where we he was out for the game, right? And then they show it on TV, and it says, oh, Torn Peck out for the, the season. season. Going to need surgery. And then my buddy was like, what the – he was all upset. He was more upset about that, fixating on it. He's like, oh, we're going to suck the rest of the year, right? Like, And then I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, they lied to us. If you have a Torn Peck, I'm pretty sure that MRI is not coming back negative. Yeah, they lied. Coach but, Doran lied. But what, are you, what is he going to do? But he did say – he specifically said he'll be back this season and he's not going to need surgery. I mean, what, yeah. who cares? So. Yeah, well, it escalated quickly is all I'm saying. Right? So. <laughs> yeah, it definitely did. But And then then we got the ball, and we went down the field and scored a touchdown. So there was good feelings, good vibes, you know, all the way through. Um, all the way through, dude. And, yeah, it's definitely special. Uh, we talked about getting 6-0. and We're going to a bowl. We don't got to worry about it. Um, you know, I, we talked about the injuries playing in November, all that stuff, um, with the teams we're going to be playing here. Because, um, you know, Obviously, you know, NC State's defense is pretty good, um, but I think we handled ourselves pretty good against them. Um, but, uh, yeah, that offense, man, it's, I mean, they, they got a bye week, and they seem to get a little bit better. I mean, Chambers did throw the ball a little bit, and he was, you know, elusive, but he definitely does have um, some weaknesses that I don't know that you're going to be able to overcome I, I, or or teach, you I don't, know, in the middle of the season. I don't think, you know, they might have scored a touchdown, but I don't, I don't think that game was coming down to 
our defense the versus their offense. Yeah, no, I just don't. I just don't. See, I just didn't see the uh, game going that way. And I think it's the matchup. I mean, it was the. It was just down to both defenses and who's who's going to be the bend not right. break. Look, we had two turnovers. If you told me that Garrett Trader that we were going to turn over the ball twice and Jack Chambers wasn't going to turn it over once, I mean, I'd have told you you're a damn liar. So. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't for lack of effort from their defense. I mean, it was just they couldn't capitalize, but they were pinned down. Both times they were pinned down. One was in, on, in the end zone, and one was, like, down 25-yard line. Um, so they both ended up around the same spot at the end of the day, and they had to go to the yeah. full field, and they just well, couldn't do it. So and speaking, of, speaking of that, too, um, you know, looking at uh, some by-the-numbers at um, Orange Fizz, uh, we snapped the 13-game losing streak that spanned over 12 years where when we turn it over twice and we don't force a turnover um so the last 13 games that that's happened which has only been it's only happened in the last 12 years um we've lost 13 straight like that so to be able to over lots of firsts yeah so to be able to overcome that um and be able to get that that w i mean like you said the defense our defense played great and I thought that they were going to line up and run it down our throats. I mean, not like I thought they were going to have more than 98 yards rushing or 95 yards rushing as a team. Um, so usually and you don't never know because it might be a situation where, you know, sometimes when a leader of a team or somebody that just you obviously don't have a replacement for goes down for the season, then sometimes there's players on your team that lose confidence. They lose faith um, of, you know, being able to reach their goals and expectations of the season. And, uh, you know, I do wonder if we did see a little bit of that on Saturday as well. Yeah. I I mean, because look, I mean, Leary not being there doesn't change their offensive line. So I still feel like we should have been able to, to, or they should have been able to do something, you know, and for them to have time of possession, 35 minutes to 25 minutes. There was two, there was, there was two drives in the second half are extremely long. I mean, it wasn't. No, it was what, the whole. There was only five drives in the second half. Okay, well, two of them were extremely long. I think one was like fifteen or seventeen plays or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, no. But so, so NC State came out. They started out fourteen plays, fifty yards, seven minutes, fifty-three seconds for a field goal, and then we turned around and thirteen plays, seventy-eight yards, scored a touchdown in five minutes, thirty-nine seconds. And then they turn around and get the ball back. 18 plays, 56 yards, nine and a half minutes. So, um, and then we got the ball, nine plays, 65 yards, four and a half minutes. And then they ended up getting the ball at the end, and it was just, they ran out of time. So, I mean, that was the game. There was only five. We only got the ball twice. We only had two possessions in the second half, and both times we scored touchdowns. Um, you know, this game could have been a lot uglier because, obviously, like Garrett had said, um, you know, I think everybody thought that that was in a free play offsides when he threw that first <laughs> interception. Um, and then obviously the second one, like he said, the corner made a good play. The receiver gave up, um, gave up too much um, field if, is how you want to call it. But he had position. He had leverage to be able to stop and do the back, the back shoulder fade and get catch, catch the ball on the sideline. And he kind of, allowed the uh, defensive back to get in there and make a play. So, um, you know, we can, we can, you know, come from that, but like you said, holding them to three field goals and the yardage and everything. I mean, it was just, I mean, I don't know about you, but after we scored that first touchdown in the second half, I was pretty much like, okay, we're good. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it seemed to feel that way. The Tucker spot, the official, you went way out of order, like you always do. You just talk, and then you end up at the end of the, at the, end of the montage. That's okay, though. Um, uh, the, the Tucker spot, um, not very controversial, I don't think. Um, not a good spot, in my opinion. Looked like he had it. Um, the, the, the officiating, I don't know, iffy here and there, kind of par for the course. Uh, and just one of those things. So, uh, Garrett Williams, we talked big about not losing people. And he was on street clothes at the end of the game. Um, Tucker, he ended up banged up a little bit and wearing a brace under his, under some of his equipment or some wearing some equipment underneath his uniform there and stuff like that. And, you know, he looked, you know, he was slow to get up a couple times. I really hope that, um, you know, a week of rest and some practice will will help him out. But Garrett Williams, I'm a little worried about. Not really sure what that was because they never showed it unless he pulled something celebrating. But every time that he, he – so he makes that tackle, and a uh, good tackle it was, and he gets right up and celebrates, and then the next thing you know, he's back down on the ground. I, I don't know. I mean, it was a it was a hard hit. I don't know if it was a concussion thing or what. I mean, what then they never speculated. So I never well, they sh- were working on his leg, right? They they said something about his leg. Yeah, yeah. So was yeah. it? So did he pull something celebrating, or did he realize he was hurt as he was celebrating and went down? I mean, I, I just. Uh, I mean, I think it was just a situation where something had. He when he came in, him and. Um, Mikel Jones kind of they bump knees and Mikel Jones I think won that battle, um, but I think he was so gotcha. pumped up. I think he was so pumped up and had, he was adrenaline, so he kind of made the play, got up, celebrated, and then you saw as he turned around and started walking back, he started limping, limping, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, orange player's down," and then when you took him off the field, I mean he was putting no pressure on his right leg, um, so. Again, it kind of makes me nervous. I'm sure they're going to be doing tests and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing that I do like, and it was a positive anyway, was that, um, you know, when when Elmore and Stefan Thompson, when they went down, they were back on the sidelines in the second half with equipment, you know, crutches, with crutches and all that. Right? Yeah. Um, he was just standing there. Yeah. Now, I didn't see if he was wearing a walking boot or some sh- some something like that. But. You're not just going to be standing there with nothing if you have some type of torn something. So I'm kind of hoping it's just some kind of deep tissue or kind of maybe just some type of real like bad, um, just bone just bruise bad, or something yeah. like you know something that you know normally some stuff like that that happens with with a knee on knee. But hey, kudos for Isaiah Johnson coming in uh, transfer from Dartmouth. He came in. He made great plays, and I mean I think he finished with third on the team, third or fourth on yeah. the team with five tackles, was, uh, fifth. Yeah, so um, those guys came in, and you saw the team's battle. You saw guys get hurt. I was surprised at how we handled ourselves against the run in that front line. And, um, yeah, it's, we, we, we we need Garrett back. That's obvious. We need um, Garrett back. But, but how about what, what can you say, though, for the guys that have, like the Derek McDonald's and, like you mentioned, the Isaiah Johnson's. Oh, um, but that's what I mean. What yeah. did they say? The mob mentality, next man up. That's just how they've been playing it the whole season. And, I mean, when you play for each other, like what Dino said, when you when you play for each other and you take the E off the go. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a team that you're seeing. You're seeing a very unselfish team that's, you know, they're willing to do the things they need to do to win games and, and to win plays. And they're winning a lot of them. 
uh, defense and offense. Jateus Gear too, big time. Um, yeah, he played excellent. He's holding his own. I think he's a redshirt freshman. I mean, that line is young. Yeah. Um, excellent job, though. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, the the forty two minutes in between touchdowns was, you know, I mean, it was just a slugfest, right? Slugfest. And that's what Coach said it was going to be coming into this thing. And like he said, body blow, body blow, body blow, right? Well, it, that's exactly what it was. It's exactly what we thought it was going to be. It was physical. It was a grudge match. Um, you know, Syracuse, they scored as many points as I thought they would. Um, NC State did not. And at the end of the day, it came down to um, a, a, f- a couple better plays for Syracuse and around it, Gadsden, man. Dude, I mean, geez, we should have scored bro. more. I know, and he drops one. He drops one that was <sighs> crucial. But and and how about that though? If he catches it because he stops his route and comes back, like what what kind of situational awareness is that to be able to just like almost swim move your defender and come back to a ball like that? Of course, he dropped it, but still, I mean, the effort man was like that was tremendous. I thought that was awesome. It was just too bad he dropped it. So no, I mean that's one thing that this team is definitely not lacking in his effort. So yeah, and, and yeah, I mean we knew coming in that that's how that's Dave Dorn style anyway. But then with Leary being out too, we knew that they were going to try to make it ugly. That they were going to try to do the drives like we saw in the second half to keep our offense off the off the field. Yeah, and you know. Um, with that way our defense bend and don't break man when they were out there for those long stretches a couple of times and just not still not giving up um a score in the end zone just a testament like Garrett Schrader said to them and you know that brings us to Schrader so he he thought I thought there was a flag everybody watching it at home had to have thought there was a flag oh yeah I, I mean clearly seemed like there should have been a flag and and it's like you like like you know what Garrett here's the thing about Garrett Schrader he owned it man he owned it you know it's one of those moments where you you assume and you feel like an idiot you know because you assumed and you just threw one up hoping that there was a chance everybody abandoned the play and went to the end zone at that point maybe he should have ran if he wasn't sure I mean look like he said both of those mistakes the second one I don't know if he should have thrown I thought it was really good coverage but um. That first one, that's a learning moment right there. And he is just a guy who just will not – he's just not a throw-it-out-of-bounds guy. I mean, I can't, I, I'm not sure if he even threw it out of the bounds once on purpose during that whole game. He's just – I mean, he has. I know he has. Of course, he's had to have done it. But he's just one of those guys that's like just determined to create some kind of positive yardage in a play. And unfortunately, with that comes mistakes. But he's made very few mistakes this year so far uh, no, to this point. Six, six games through the season, I think he's thrown four interceptions. So, Did he have a negative play yesterday? I don't know if he did. Did he get sacked? I don't think he did. Did he get sacked? I don't believe he did, dude. No, there was zero sacks. They got zero sacks. Hey, yeah. By the way, shout out to the damn offensive line, too. Yeah, they did an excellent job. He had all day a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he was very unselfish about it because there was a couple times he could have, should have, would have ran instead, and he didn't. Oh, I mean, he still got his man. He still. Got oh, I know. <laughs> I know. He definitely did. For eighty-one. He still got yeah. his. Let you know, Sean Tucker with fourteen for ninety-eight to his eighty-one, and um, just you know, doing what he does, and that's just that's exactly my point. That's exactly what I'm talking about. This guy just refuses to 
to not try to make something happen. If it is it, the will of him to be able to just have the balls all the time to do what he does is amazing to me. I think it's great. And I think it, you know, it should be recognized. So, yeah, I mean, and what do you think about that? I mean, did you like what you saw as far as the offense? I mean, obviously we won, right? But um, offensively wise, you know, coming off that two weeks and they were talking about being able to, you know, and we said it too, shore up, you know, what works and what doesn't. Um, I mean, I saw a whole bunch of plays of stuff that, you know, worked, that worked in the past, that worked against NC State. Um, Tucker was getting his uh, outside looks, his outside carries, and you know what I mean? So, um, Yeah, they did a they couple were, of different things. They did some different stuff, and they look good doing it. I just think it's well put together, man. You know, you take away, like, you know, if ifs and buts were candy nuts, we all have a Merry Christmas, and we're sitting here kind of walking reality back. But when you think about, like Garrett said, and, like, we'll get into fan feedback, but there was just so much. This could have been an absolutely, like, taken out behind the woodshed game. It could have been Uh-oh. catastrophic quick. That Syracuse comes out in the first drive, just punches them in the mouth. Just if you ever get punched in the mouth, that's getting punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? That's that's mm-hmm. that's Josh Allen throwing ninety eight yards on the first on the first play type of punched in the mouth stuff. And um, they had to do it. And they they don't. Well, I guess. Um, NC State deferred, but Syracuse likes to get the ball first so they can go do that, so they can go try to punch you in the mouth. And they've done it numerous times this season, but to be able to do it against a defense like that, that that's coming in here, uh, coming going into the Dome and, and, and playing a big game like that is just excellent. The, the scripted plays, I mean, just the offense, the coaches, man, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's uh, We are beyond what I thought this would be. I mean, we were already beyond what I thought this would be, but when you look at it and you uh, like a 30,000-foot view and you look at it, it's just what a time to be a Syracuse fan. And we are some – we are patient. We, I mean, I know, I know uh, fans well, like uh, me have you? their – Fans like us are patient, yes. We sat here, Joe, and how many losses – through through doing these podcasts, we 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 did what one in ten season or something like that one time or what? What the hell was it? No, that one was in, COVID. Yeah, I know, but it's still we we had what five and seven last year. You know, it's been rough. It's been rough. Very rarely have we gotten to come here. Like, well, not not very rarely. Like, never. It's the first time we've gotten to come here and go just talk about win after win after win, and winning the close ones and winning when you maybe shouldn't. Right. And, and getting some of the breaks that we don't get. But a lot of that is the will of this team. It's not just luck. And it's not just officiating. It's the will of this team. And they, right. they, they've willed a couple games. Not this one, but they've willed a couple games. I mean, they, they, let's be honest. It's 24 to 9. At, yeah. the, at well, the end of the day, it's kind of, a, kind of an ass kicking. Dude, and it could have been more. Obviously, you, you look at, um, you know, we threw that that ball interception in the end zone, right? So we were going into score. So you're looking, that's another 31 on top of the fact that NC state, they slowed. I mean, second half, especially slowed this down purposely to try to keep our offense off the, off the the field, you know, and you look at it when you look at like team stats, uh, we only, we only ran 55 plays. I mean, people can look at it. Oh, they only had three and 389 yards. I mean, we, we outrushed them 389 to 255, uh, they had ten more. They had the ball ten more minutes than we did, 
But, you know, you can look at it. They only had 389 yards. Well, we only ran 55 plays. And to put that in to any type of perspective, like Purdue, we ran 65 plays. Virginia, we ran 71 plays. Um, they're only 55. And they, they slowed it down on purpose um, to keep our offense off there, obviously. And in, in, the, in the second half. You got to score when you do that, though. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, is that they did that. Right. But then they, you know, they had two possessions, two full possessions, let's just say, in the second half. And so did we. They kicked field goals. We scored touchdowns. I mean, that's just that's what it is. If you're going to go that route, like you said, you need to be able to score touchdowns and then you need to your defense to keep people off the field. But to me, I'm just I was enthused about just seeing them come off of that bye week not rusty coming out against an nc state defense that we know is good and going down and scoring a touchdown the fact that now we have a number one receiver that we can actually take advantage of and i don't care i mean again he caught eight balls sean tucker caught four and then what there was only four more balls that were that were you know caught by a different receiver yeah and i mean that's i mean well to, to your point i mean yeah there was four more and that's a little worrisome a little bit. I mean, I get that they, well, they, 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 they Aronde did the, the bulk of the work, and that's excellent, but it's going to come to a point where, you know, Alford and Cooper, they're going to have to do more. Well, yeah, and they'll be able to as soon as other teams realize that they can't guard Aronde Gatson with one person. Right, true. <laughs> because can't. as soon as they start doubling him, then that's going to open up something else for somebody else, right? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, when it comes down to it, if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. You know, I mean, Aronde got eight catches for 141 yards and two touchdowns, right? You know, it's been over a thousand. I think that there's another by the numbers of Orange Fizz. It's been 1,078 days since we've had a receiver have over 140 yards and two touchdowns. So in the game, obviously, that's very good. That's very good stat keeping. Oh yeah, it is right. About that, yeah. So I mean, Garrett Schrader was pretty good minus the the interceptions, but I mean, he was averaging five yards a carry. Sean Tucker was averaging seven yards a carry. Aronda Getson had a ridiculous receiving day. Um, and when it comes down to it, we ran the ball thirty times and we uh, threw the ball twenty five. So it was pretty balanced. It's it, been balanced. Pretty. It's, it's been very balanced. Yeah. And so, you know, when it's, when it's not broke, you don't fix it. So you use these guys. You make those other teams completely take away a run they get. And then you make them. And the things that they would have to do to completely take away Sean Tucker, Garrett Schrader, as far as their legs and a run they get in, somebody is going to be wide open because it's hard. Yeah. I heard that. So uh, again, word of the damn year. Evolution. We had, we, we had a bye week. We saw it. I saw an, an offense evolve, even if it was pegging Aronda Gatson for eight catches and two touchdowns. If that's going to work and the defense is going to let it work, then that's what we do until somebody else forces us to, to change. Yep. All right. It's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. All right, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask you for your thoughts on said game. You leave them. I randomly look through them, and then we talk about them. Now, obviously, there was a ton, and I don't know how many of these we're going to get through, but um, bulk of the ones in the beginning. Um, Buddy at Oil Cuse, 
Let's do this one first. At Tim Abbott 44, he says, McAfee can eat a D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like the only one that didn't pick him, right? Here's the only one. The only one between game day and the huddle, which. Yeah, but he's a troll and he kept talking about it on game day. And it was like he was talking about the, the it's annoying because a lot of the people in their ears and in behind the, the scenes because it's like, a, you know, it's a, a school that has a lot of, the you know, broadcast broadcasting and the oh, stuff oh, that goes right, behind right, right. it, yeah. you know. So um, so a lot of those guys in those industries know a lot of Syracuse um, people, you know, graduates and stuff like that. Alone. So I think I think he was doing that more to just troll trolled that side of it to be perfectly honest with you and i, I like mcafee honestly uh Me at, too. at oil Q's great win if we didn't have those stupid interceptions this game could have been a blowout the refs were awful it, leave it up to captain patrick to uh to bring up the refs and, and i'm with you i'm with you i'm still sticking with my preseason prediction of eight and four because of all the injuries but i could see this team beating boston college Pitt, um florida state and Notre dame so, I mean, look, it's time. What can we do? 6-0. and I uh, don't plan on going 6-6, six and six, I tell you that. At McHandle8, I think that's McHandle, uh, uh, we were the better team and deserved a win. Defense shut them down. If anything, we should have won by more. Absolutely. At Sean Jacob Bean, I'm happy for Syracuse. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. The offense could have really put up a 40-burger. We cut out the mental errors, and we leave Death Valley with another W. So, you know, it's not going to be – it's going to be a tall task to go in there in that kind of environment. You're looking like an SEC-type environment as far as Clemson goes. And to go in there, um, they've been there before, but uh, to go in there and pull off a win, it's going to be a tall order. And I think, I think, what is Clemson up to? Fifth? I think they're fifth in the AP. But I think they're fifth, yeah. And, fifth. and they're undefeated. So, you know, two teams are coming into that game undefeated, and only one's leaving undefeated, obviously. So that's true. Um, state the obvious, but. Um, There's nine undefeated teams left, by the way. Nine? What did I say? Twelve? Yeah. Nine. That's yeah. A lot of undefeated schools. Um, well, there was a lot of matchups where undefeated schools were playing against each other yesterday. So it's a situation where you know they like, knew like, like a Clemson Syracuse situation. Sy- yeah. 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 So um, and, and Clemson, you know, that's that they they have a target on their back. Look, they're they're running away with this thing, and if Syracuse wants any kind of chance at <laughs> at a at a conference championship, then they have to be. They have to be. Well, I'm just saying, dude. They have know, to be. This is. I know, and this is the whole thing. This is this is why I mean, we talked about this a couple years ago, where we was like, it just sucks because it's like, yeah, because you have you to have go to, through Clemson. You have to beat Clemson and then lose to nobody else, or at least you can't lose to most other, likely. You know? Yeah, most likely. Because you're the, right. year, the year we beat Clemson, they were ten and or um, eleven and one or something. That was the only game they lost, right? Yeah, but we were five and seven. I don't even think we made a bowl. Um, yeah, well, I'm just saying though. But to your point, like you'd have to beat Clemson and then not lose anybody else because the chances of them losing again is slim to none. Yeah, and yeah. you look at the years like I mean, our last really good year, Dungy, when we went ten and three. You know, we went down to Death Valley, hurt Trevor Lawrence, and we still lost when they had Chase Bryce as like a freshman or something like that. So, 
Um, like you said, it's a different animal. But I'll tell you what, looking at like the nine teams here, let me tell you this. Nine teams. All right. Last week, James Madison and there were some other, you know, teams in there Damn has you. been dwindling down. Nine teams. Okay. You tell me which one is not like the other. <laughs> because Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, UCLA, TCU, Syracuse. That is the nine undefeated. And so, I mean, we're right there. There's some big names in, a, in there. There's in TCU. big names. Yeah, big names. <laughs> the so. Horned Frogs. Right? They've had good, they've had good the years, and they went down, and then they're back up. Yeah, but they're in the Big 12. These are all Power 5 teams. It's gotten to the point where now the only undefeated teams are Power 5, and we're up to 14 now. So, I mean, it's a number of good vibes. Like you said, it's going to be tough. The next one's going to be tough. Oh, the the green room. The spot. By the way, live on YouTube and the Spotify green room. Appreciate you guys. Shout out, quick shout out to all these characters in here. It's the norm. It's the crew. It's Michael, Matt, Anthony, aka Tony, aka Ant, aka Cuse Waterboy, and our boy Captain Patrick. No, is yeah. in there. Speaking of that too, did you see Matt's uh, his tweet? The 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 decibel reader. The on the, yeah, the I posted decibel, that yeah. to Facebook. You goob. You didn't see it? I mean, I, no, I didn't see it. I don't oh. go on Facebook very, unless you tell me very, to. Very, 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 very cool. Very cool. I don't know oh, how yeah. accurate that thing is, but it's cool. Because it gave no, a warning. Read, gave a warning. Orange, it did I'm going to keep interrupting you. Okay. Every time you talk. And, um, another one of the uh, <laughs> numbers on Orange Viz was somebody talking about they brought a sound, sound meter or whatever there. And at some point, they said that the dome hit um, 121 decibels. Okay, so. well, Syracuse.com had an article out I had to look at that was um, the, the, the loudest moments in the, in the Dome last night. And the loudest one was the Garrett Trader touchdown that was called back was 109.6 or something like that, according to them. Okay. Okay. Which is still loud, guys. It's, that's loud. But, yeah, I saw a couple. I don't remember what Matt's was, but it, it, it gave a warning. At... No, Blanchard44, I don't think I've ever been so proud to be a Syracuse football fan. Got to limit the turnovers. Um, through. Th- though there was certainly an offside call that was missed, if Garrett Williams can't play against Clemson, we're in trouble. Lastly, when will opposing fans learn to stop overlooking us? Look, I hope they continue to do it. Um, there is a trend now that whenever we ask for scores, I don't know how NC State fans find the post of us talking about our, our final score predictions, but they are NC state, any team are playing. I don't know how they find it. If they search for it or whatever, but they find it. And I always keep my powder dry rule one. I mean, and you got, look, I like the, I like the, the back and forth. So I, oh, I enjoy reading it, but I like to keep my powder dry because then if you come out, if you come out on top of that thing, now there's no chance of you looking stupid. And you can make someone else look fairly ignorant. So that's what we do at the end of the games. When, uh, when we, find, we go back and we find those tweets, if they're still there. The thing yeah. is to screenshot them first before the end of the game so that they're not deleted. I've learned that lesson, too. Oh, hey, by the way, just want to let you know, Keith Bullock tweet. Great win by Syracuse. Weak sauce by student body for storming the field beating NC State. Okay. So kind of feels the same way that I do, but... Fair. Like I said, what other opportunity this year do you got to do it? Yeah. Well, and, and, also and, and it's Bullock, been five years. I mean, when Keith Bullock played for Syracuse. It's a little different. That, 
Yeah, it was a little different. It was yeah. a little different. <laughs> um, okay. At Cuse Waterboy. It's middle of October, and Syracuse football is undefeated. I've been saying for years to anyone that would listen what a home what a home field advantage the Dome is. Four false starts and two burnt timeouts. Let's effing go orange. So, yeah, we talked about it. We talked about the auto tracker. It's got that thing up to 14 false starts on the year so far. Yep. And uh, you, can't, you can't go wrong with, with the crowd right now. What was the attendance? I saw 49. One of these guys in the green room can help me out but i thought it was 49073 or something like that i can't i can't remember exactly but it was it was it was really close to to 50,000 i thought the dome held 53 for football by the way at one point i thought it was 53 I it, I, yeah i mean i thought it did too so i mean i don't think it was sold out but or maybe it was sold out but not everybody went michael way, said i'm 49. right michael said i'm right i'm right about what michael you got to let me know buddy um so Anyway, uh, it, it was the tenth time that it was a that it was technically sold out in the history of the dome. By the way, so w- we just hit I mean, double digits on, on TV. It. it looked excellent. There's a, there's a there's good. a you could... yeah there's a couple good pictures on Twitter, and they have uh, yeah forty nine seven oh five. Thank you, Matt. Okay, forty nine seven oh five. So right there, right there is that max capacity. Um. I don't know. Because <clears throat> like I said, I thought it was 53 for football. Anyway, moving on. At Colette Jeff, SU tried hard to lose. The penalties are killing them. The ACC, call, will, the ACC calls will never go SU's way. The uncalled offsides interception is an example. Well, there was, a, there was one that was like a, kind of a late hit. It could have almost been a targeting hit launched at a body on the ground. And that was never even looked at and reviewed. And I mean, like I said, we don't know what the freaking criteria is anymore because it seems like that should have been something, but I guess not. But whatever. Uh, Yeah, you're talking about when Schrader went down and that Peyton Wilson came in and kind of just went in his head a little bit. It was Peyton Wilson, yes. I don't remember the play off the top of my head. Like I was telling Joe before we started fan feedback, it was my buddy's birthday yesterday, and my first beer was cracked open at 1130. It was a big mistake. I'm not proud of it. But it happened. Okay. <laughs> so it's either it's either I rely on the memory or I take notes, and I wasn't taking notes. So by memory, I, I believe it was uh, Peyton Wilson. But uh, anyways, it was a player down on the ground. He launched into him, into his back. I mean, a missed call is just as bad as a bad call. Possibly worse yeah. sometimes. So anyway, uh, let's see. Let's keep going here on the Twitter. At NJ near 12, I love Dino Babers. I love the coaching staff. I love the starters. I love the backups. I love the walk-ons. I love the fans, the students, the community, the Dome. I love Central F in New York. I love New York, the East Coast in America, Orange Empire. Well, that's enthusiastic as hell. Wow. Looks like he started drinking at (laughs) (laughs) 11.32. I would stop right after the Dome, but that's me. Okay? Yeah. I mean... You know, that whole New York part, and, you know, no he loves a lot of stuff. Oh, yes, yes. My mom loves New Hey, York look, too. I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of people that were, I mean, I, we were all pumped up about it, 6-0, and you know. Uh, like you said, October 16th, and we're undefeated, and we're bowl-bound already. We're bowl-eligible. That's like the best, that's like the relief off my shoulders, especially how many times have we been 5-7 and seven 
waiting to try to get that last win in the last couple of weeks, and then we don't get it. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I'm so glad we don't have to. Oh, oh, Captain Patrick's corrected both of us. He says Tucker got speared in the head after he was down in the first half. Horrible missed call. I think that's the one I'm thinking of, by the way. Oh, I think it was Tucker, actually, yeah. Yeah. It was Tucker when he went down, and I think it was number 11, Peyton Wilson, the linebacker that came yeah, in late. It was, P- it was Peyton Wilson. Area. I remember that. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, Doug on Facebook. Schrader's still making dumb decisions, but can't. but the rest of the team bailed him out. He can't continue to do that uh, against Clemson up next. Still making boneheaded penalties, but they are getting better. Overall, great quality win that cements their place in the CFB this year. As long as Garrett realizes he's not the only playmaker on the field, they'll be amazing the rest of the year. I don't agree with much of that. I I agree with some of it, but I don't agree with much of it. Okay? Uh, Without Garrett Schrader doing the things that he's done in this game and in previous games, I I don't think you are sitting 6-0. And it's a team effort, and he knows that. But sitting 3-3. Thank you. Okay, so you see it that way too. Four and two. I, I yes. just, I just, um, I, I, they're the, the, the. I'm giving him a pass on the first interception because he, he thought it was a free play as well as me and you and probably everybody listening thought it was a free play, and the second one was great coverage. Shouldn't have thrown that. That was a bad. That was a bad decision. It happens. But, but sometimes you got you look when you throw the ball, you are trusting in your receiver that he's going to do what to he's supposed to do and what yeah. they've practiced. And to to be in the position to go up and make a play. Other you, sometimes you got to put the ball up there and, and let that guy go up and make a play. I think he was throwing to Alfred when he did that the guy that's six four six five. You know they work on the back shoulder stuff. That's stuff that it, that works. That's been working all year for this offense. Um, so sometimes you throw the ball and the other person doesn't do what they're supposed to do, um, or the defensive player makes a great play and puts himself in a position to make a great play. So I mean. You know, there's going to be mistakes. There's never going to be a flawless game. Like we're not going to have games where there's no turnovers, no penalties. We score every single time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. That's what it is. Every game is different. There's different mismatches, different weaknesses, and sometimes different parts of the team got to pick other up different parts of the teams. I mean, offense has done it for the defense. Defense has done it for the offense. Special teams has done it for sometimes for for both. Um, and that's what it is. That's why it's it's a team game. It's the ultimate team game. And like we said, the way that these guys are playing, I saw an offense that was using their their strengths against NC State, and it was working. Why stop throwing it to a Ronde when, when they don't stop him? Why stop giving Tucker the ball? He's averaging seven yards a carry, right? Schrader was averaging five. So what they were doing was working, and you know, NC State decided to run an offense in the second half that shortened that game probably 30 minutes, <laughs> and as far as real time. Um and so we didn't maybe put up the gaudy numbers that we could have because, you know, it was a shortened game. I mean, they spent 16 minutes and two drives, 16, 17 minutes and two drives in the second half. So, um, Do you remember Alex's prediction? He's got a comment here. I'm about to throw in here because he admits he's way off his prediction again. He says, I don't uh, care. <laughs> was way off. He's been way off all year. You got to talk well, to that kid. He, didn't he pick NC State to win? Oh, you know what? I think he did. I think you're right. Um, he says, I don't care. We're bowling. The defense is tough. Had, th- had three picks, and we still won't look like this. Had three picks, and we still won't look like this. What a game. Go Qs. Um, we, well, we had two. Um, and we still won like this. We had two, but, yeah, but, um, yeah I mean, look. 
that's been the story of the year. I mean, there's been mistakes that have been made, and um, they've persevered. They've definitely overcome adversity this year. If not, for, not and, for anything, they've overcome all. And adversity. hey, a little bit of luck. A little bit of luck. Purdue game had a little bit of luck, you know, but like the, UVA the imploded. York, the New York lottery. A little bit of luck. A little bit of luck. Yeah. Um, Dominic, we're gonna go to Dominic here in a second. I'm gonna read his comment here on on uh, Facebook. I'll take a lucky six and zero. I don't think we win this game if Leary plays. I totally disagree, Dominic. I could be wrong, That's... but I'm going to drink some bourbon and celebrate either way. Excellent. Um, uh, yes, celebrate either way. I'm not sure if I'm not sure about Leary being a difference maker in my opinion, but um, anyway, let's bring Dom I mean, on to saying, look. I'm not saying that we lose. Are you bringing someone on? I'm, I'm going to bring Dom on right now to okay, uh, all right. to to say his piece. And, and I changed my whole. That was my immediate feedback. <laughs> and after <laughs> so, so the bourbon made you I've change had, your mind, huh, buddy? I should do, you know, uh, Dan Bongino has a has a twenty four hour rule, and I should do that before I comment. Sometimes, it, you know what the uh, once again because I work deliver. I don't understand why the post office still delivers mail on Saturday, but you know that's that's for a different discussion on a different podcast, yeah. I guess. So, but um, so I'm listening. You broke, to Matt you broke Park, out the Dan Bongino. You broke out. Hold on, time out. I was doing something. And I just realized yeah. you broke out the Dan Bongino. Go ahead, go ahead. Way to yeah. slip that in there. So, like um, that. <laughs> so I'm listening to, to Matt Park and, and Adam Terry. And first off, usually Matt Park is on point, but it seemed like every – he was so excited. Every time it's like a three-yard run, it sounded on Saturday like we're scoring a touchdown. And he started just to piss me off. It was it, it was very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, you know, the two interceptions kind of upset me, but I couldn't see anything. And the guys were not talking about the plays. So I get home and my son is home and he's like, dad, you know, for, for lunch, I took a late lunch cause I wanted to, to catch some of the game. Um, I, I deliver the route is, is I'm my own mailman. I'm a very lucky guy. So I can go home for lunch. So, um, you know, he's like, they, they jumped, they jumped and they didn't call it. So then I've, I've looked back at some of the game on, on just replays and stuff and like I sat and thought and I said, wow, we scored 24 points against NC State. Only Clemson has done that. So and they also the second half, we had two, what, two possessions, three possessions. It was two. And then we had a late third one. And like they they pulled. And if you guys are Buffalo fans, I'm not a Giants fan. I'm not saying this to troll you guys, but like they've pulled a parcels, you know, against the Bills. Just hold the ball so they can't score hold the ball so they can't score. And it was actually, like, if you think about it, it's like, wow, he, like, he really, he looks at our offense as being able to beat their defense. And this is a top three defense in the in, in the ACC, and he did not want us to have the ball. And so um, I, I changed I changed my whole thing. I think we would have, we would have won with Leary too. We may have won even bigger, because they would not have, I don't think. I don't think they would have run the ball as that second half would no, have they, the way it did. Yes, yeah. they would have done that. Yeah, we we would have got. We would have had more possessions. They they so, probably score more, but I mean, right. see the and thing so, with me that's it's difficult for me, right? Because like I we we were talking about it earlier, and I know nobody heard this because this was you know the first the front end of it. Um, but I I'm gonna be quick to not 
particularly jump into, you know, we definitely would have beat him either way because, you know, sometimes in team games, especially, you know, football, stuff like that, somebody gets hurt and then a team knows that, okay, we don't have a backup that can come back and maybe they're not confident in this backup to, to be able to live up to that guy's talent. And sometimes, you know, teams like start to fall apart year. a little bit, right? They lose a when little bit of confidence. Down in the COVID year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... But I'm just who saying, that, who the hell knows? Quarterback. Who the hell knows? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is it's all it's we, we're never going to know. So, I mean, I, right. I'm just saying that this game could have been a situation where, you know, they kind of lost confidence. Oh, they found out Leary's done for the year. Oh, there goes our season. Kind of going to play for me because I'm going to the draft next year. I mean, you don't you don't really know what's going through their heads. So, but and it would have been close regardless. I'm not saying that, yeah. that they would have beat us with Leary. And here's the thing. So. Even in running situations, we've given up big plays on long runs. We haven't done it in a while, but that was like our boogaboo in the in the beginning of the year. Um, we didn't do that this game, and a three three five sometimes is definitely like a bend and don't break against the run. And mm-hmm. I think it performed really well. And our defense, you know, um, you know, even with stacking the box and then here and there, we we let up some pass plays. That's going to happen when they just run, 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 run at you. And, um, you know, against good defenses, you're going to throw picks. So if you throw, you know, forget the the free play one. You got to just – that's on the refs. I, I can say it. I won't get fined. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, against a good defense, you're going to throw a pick. He's probably going to throw a pick against Clemson in Death Valley. It just can't be four. You know what I mean? So – I uh, it was to t- score twenty four points with a lack of plays. I think Dino said they they ran fifty five plays and we scored twenty five yeah. points, twenty four points, right? Twenty four points, almost four hundred yards. Yes, that is our offense was humming against yep. that defense. So I I I take back the lucky six and zero. Um, they played great offensively after looking back at it, and oh my gosh, Gadsden is open all the time. He's a freaking huge target. He's like the Statue of Liberty out there. He is. He is. He is. I I had this. My Uncle Bob. I know you. Uncle Bob. Shout out. Cheers, Uncle Uncle Bob. Bob. Shout out, Uncle Bob. So so we we were having some. some, We were having some some talks about uh, just pro Syracuse wide receivers, and like you know I I remember Marvin Harrison, but I you know I used to be a Jet fan. I don't watch the NFL anymore. So like Rob Moore to me was like my hero for years. So, um, he's like to me the first definite pro that I can, he's going to the NFL. Man, his his size, his short hands, strong hands. Um, I'm like wow, wow. And he was only a three star. That just yeah. just shows you that th- those things are ridiculous. So not but, as a tight um, end either. <laughs> right. So my my <laughs> prediction was if Leary was out, it was going to be 31 to three. And if Leary was in, I kind of was like swap them. I said, uh, what did I say, 23-10? And it ended up being 24-9, so not too bad, even though I I, I, I reversed them. So, well, but well. I'm not playing the game that you guys are playing. So, now is there money on the line between you two with, with that, or is that, it's is just, that just like show just, prep for you guys? It's just bragging rights. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we should, right, we should put money question. on it, though. Are you guys monetized on YouTube? Because I, I threw on the YouTube at first trying to get you guys. No, no. If you're not monetized, you know, it's, you know, it's a waste. 
Uh, well, that's I mean, it's not what it's about, though. I, I, I'm not okay. never, never intended to make money off of doing any of this. It is just nope. pure hobby. That's it. Yeah, but I, I can't throw you like uh, like uh, what is that that thing where you could donate money to people? Not um, not Peloton. That's the stupid exercise machine. What you, is you, other you're, you're talking Patreon. about Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, we, we're not going to charge people to listen to us. It's not worth their money. No, 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 no. There's so. other podcasts. And yes, I'm a nerd. I listen to a Star Wars podcast. Like they do Patreons. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, that's awesome. Hey, one last but look. question. And then uh, okay. if I don't get some heavy cream and some uh, instant grits, my wife will kill me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I bring it to the, the fourth wall is gone, just like Bongino says. Ah, there you go. Um, the, um, now I forgot what I was going to say. Come on. Oh, boy. Said you had a question, man. Oh, all right. Here we go. So my cousins grew up in Baldwinsville, right? They they played lacrosse. The bees. At right. Were you? Are you guys from Syracuse, or are you from like outlying areas? East Syracuse, buddy, right in the heart of it. East Syracuse, Manoa Spartans. That's 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 right. Manoa, Kirkville, the village of East Syracuse area, Fremont. So the last time I lived in Syracuse was uh, nineteen. 19- 77 <laughs> i was and negative it, integers yes it was it was married student housing on campus my when my father and mother uh but my mother grew up in uh jamesville and she went to jamesville to high school DeWitt. is that, JD, is that yeah. still a thing yeah that's a thing that's oh, where yeah, buddy went all right so and did you brandon trish brandon trish that's right he went there too one coleman so i'm sure jimmy you guys played lacrosse you did not. I played a season of lacrosse and got kicked off the team academically. I just wasn't cutting the mustard. All right. Because <laughs> I saw your faces on YouTube, and I could see Joe probably got into some fights in school. But, you know, Sean, you look like a 12-year-old with a beard. Well, so That makes no sense. <laughs> oh, it's actually the other way around. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> um, well, I thank you because I'm 43, about to be 44 here shortly. So I'll take that it. That is the best birthday ever. That's right. I'll take it, man. I thank you. Yes. Um, all yeah. right, Dom. As always, thanks. Don't be a stranger. I know you won't. Uh, I did. I did say in the green room. I'm gonna have to start flipping an hourglass on you, though. When Dom, I'm gonna have. Wait. I'm gonna have the Dom hourglass. That shit is getting flipped. Okay. We we, we, we got to share some beers at Wake. You guys gotta go. Yes. All right, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I do have. Thank you again, bud. I do have. Um, I do have the time off. And um, do you have the permission to go? Uh, yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, don't play coy with no, me. No, I do. I Did do. you have the conversation yet? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So just real quick, let me back up here because Spotify Live is is um the chat room is is worth the price of admission, which is zero. So you should sign up, go there, and follow us at Cuse Militia and get in here with these guys because it's interesting conversation. Um, Waterboy just wants to add that Syracuse football remains undefeated in his daughter's lifetime. And d- d- coincidence? I doubt it. Maybe a good luck charm. <laughs> I don't know. Never know, man. Never know. Never know. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay. All right. Mo- moving on here. Oh, my gosh. Just read, read in the green room. You should get in the green room to see what actually goes on in there, Joe, when this is going down. Because I try okay. to hop back and forth to read it, and 
it's easy to get sidetracked. Uh, at okay. Joseph on Facebook, should have a uh, should have had a couple more TDs, but overall a hell of a game. This team is playing great football. Look out, Clemson. Uh, Sammy, what a fantastic win. I am pleased with bowl eligibility. Now let's go shock the world. Way off on my prediction, though. LOL. What is LOL? <laughs> is LOL lots of Laugh laughs? Out loud. Okay. I don't use LOL. I refuse. Okay. I use H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-
What, what? Oh, I don't know. It was a great game overall. It was a great game, right? What were you so most good. impressed with, even... Yeah, hey, give me your top concern. Oh, yeah, give me your top... percent Yes, okay, give me your top concern. What's your top concern? Uh, the injuries, man. The injuries. I mean, yeah. when, when I saw Williams go down, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh man, it was it was heartbreaking. But it, from from what I hear though, like on Twitter, they said he's 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 all good. Okay, well he probably just got a stinger, like Joe was saying in the in the front end of the show. Um, yeah, looked like the he bumped knees with Michael Jones. Like the Tucker, yeah. It almost looked like that's what Tucker got too. Because I mean, if if you look at the play where he kind of didn't go, get up right away, he was on the sideline there after he had like a I don't know, it was like a twenty five yard run or something like that. Um, and he wasn't quite getting up. The dude popped him right in the side of the hip. So I think it was just like a hip stinger or something. I don't oh, yeah. think it's anything serious. He had some gear under his under his pants on his leg, though, that the broadcasters pointed out. And Matt Hasselback, hold on a second. Um, he 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 was criticizing. He, he was criticizing Sean Tucker for putting that game away instead of sliding down at the one yard line and run the clock. Now I understand some of that, but just put the thing away. There's, that doesn't even matter. They, they put them up two scores instead of just one. So I that doesn't make any sense. Well, they still could have kicked. They could have taken more time off the clock and kicked the field goal and still been, you know, two Whatever, scores. Up. So, pour I mean, uh, I know, this I know. Team pour it on. Thank you. Exactly. I'm like, <sighs> shut up. Pass back. I mean, who cares? But, um, I wanted to see him run. I was like, hell yeah, this ice is it. That's it. I, I don't care yeah. how much time came off the clock. There's only, it wasn't even much left anyway. So anyway, well, and on top of that, what's his face? Uh, Chambers wasn't doing anything. So like, and our defense was stopping him at every turn. They would have never scored. They wouldn't even gotten close. No, it's not even. Yeah. Who cares? Um, all right, Michael. <laughs> But when, yeah, hey, listen. So we gotta, we gotta. I, I got your guys' numbers. So we'll we'll have to uh, get together with Dom at the at the game, do some tailgating or something. Yeah, I gotta we bring will. some some Michelob Ultra lights for uh, for Joe and his girl figure. Yeah. Well. Thanks, man. I'm a I'm a Corona light guy. If you're buying people beer, that's yeah. my request. I, I actually, I last time we met up, Joe. I don't know if you remember. I, I grabbed a six pack of uh, Mick Ultras for you. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, yeah. oh now you owe him, oh, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically saying you owe him. That's what he's saying. You yeah, I drink the again. expensive IPAs, so grab grab a bunch of those. Oh, okay. Oh, there you come go. on, man. I don't even uh, know what if, that means. If, I'm just kidding. W- when I get tickets and everything's confirmed, I will I will definitely let uh, everybody know. All of the all of the NC crew, I will let yeah. them know, and you included. It's gonna I, be awesome, man. What time do, do we uh, have a? Do we know what? Time no, the we game's don't. Start? You think we don't. Joe, Joe says historically it's noon, but we'll see. Yeah. So I was thinking three thirty. I mean, let's say for shits and giggles, you know, we let's say we beat Clemson, and then we go to Notre Dame comes to the dome, right? And then is it Florida State or Wake Forest? Florida State. That's- yeah, Florida State then Wake Forest. So that's a long road to go. But I mean, if we let's say we lose maybe one or two of those games. They'll probably put it at like three thirty, don't you think? Well, I was wondering. I, mean, could. Like, I was wondering if it would be know. if it could be bumped up to a primetime game myself. 
I mean, mean, it might. It depends on what our record's going to be. Like, if we just drop all the next ones, you know, all these next four games, then we're that's definitely an, not going to be prime time. It'll probably be noon, but Don't think way, that's going to happen, but... I don't think so either. Yeah. So. But anyways, it was it was nice to hear Dom for, you know, the 45 minutes that he talked. <laughs> Dom's a talker. He's going to start his own podcast here soon. Oh, so, God. It's so he's four gonna, hours long per episode. Well, he I loves the recruiting, so... And then he forgets what he's talking about. <laughs> that's 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 classic Dom. Classic um, Dom. Yeah, uh, he's he's running errands for his wife, so he's got to make sure that he's got his list and he's got you know everything. <laughs> I wouldn't be in surprised order. if he writes it down. <laughs> he probably does. He's like, wait a minute. He's probably looking for it, no. and if he forgets it, he probably it. gets his ass kicked. So <laughs> you don't go to the store for <laughs> you don't go to the store for for, for your wife. And not get her everything she asked for when you go. Oh, no. You have to bring a list. You yes. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? Because I do that. I want to I, I hear what Tony had to say about uh, being in the game, um, being at the game, because he was definitely there, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Matt, Tony. See if he's on yeah. There. Yeah. They're all in there. Oh, man. I want him to go to that game so bad. No, dude, yeah, there's definitely, that's he, definitely he, what I would have... Yeah. She goes, because we're flying up for the Notre Dame game, right? And uh, and she goes, oh, we should have gone to the state game instead. And I was like, now, now you tell me. Well, I think Notre <laughs> Dame's a good pick. I mean, there's, there's, you know, you have the rank aspect and the crowd and the and all of the everything else surrounding that game. But that's, I mean, if they pull off the Notre, if they pull off a win against Notre Dame, that's huge. There's, there, there's, the, I hate Notre Dame. I'm sorry. I can't stand Dude, there's so many them. Notre Dame fans in Syracuse too. I can't so stand many. Notre Dame. And um that's I can't a, stand th- the fact that they're they, they stay ranked for so long, even when they're doing like they lose to nobody. Like they, they lost to Marshall and they were still ranked, yeah, weren't they? They lost to Marshall and they were no. still ranked. Like, how is that possible? No, I think so they're biased. they're not ranked Money. anymore. They're they not ranked anymore. To, no. They no, lost no, to no, Stanford no. last night. So Yeah. Yep. There's no way. All right, all right, Michael. We're going right, to finish guys. this thing up, buddy. But as soon as I, I, I know what's going on with the weight game, we will let you know. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, awesome. man. That'd be great. It would be great to see you guys. All right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Easy. You too. Take care. Yeah. Bye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip a coin here. You're going to flip a coin about what, Joe? Going I still got to the finish game. these up. Shut up. Nick, he said it went pretty much as he expected. He, was, he had 24-10 Syracuse. So right there. And oh, that's pretty good. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, though, Nick. And you can, that is a, that is right there, and you should be proud of it. But it's got to kill you at the same time. Anthony, <laughs> hey, where did all of the hashtag fire Dino folks go? Yeah. Well, I mean, no one's going to be calling for a coach's head at this, at this rate, at this stage in the game. But absolutely. I mean, look. We we knew Doesn't, he was throwing everything at the wall he could this this year, right? Yeah. In the offseason. Well, I mean, I think some of it though. I mean, I think that sometimes there's been limitations. I think that sometimes in the past there's been that kind of stuff. I mean, why is there a reason why we didn't have a special teams coach for two years? Why is there a reason that this is the first year that he has a quarterback coach, not the offensive coordinator doing both? Um, you know, it's not just the coach all the time because there are funding limitations there are things like that and um you know it just it sucks because it is the coach's job to put that all together right like dino he might not be that much better at you know making calls at the end of the game or some things that you know some fans have 
you know, got on him about in the past. But when you have the the open checkbook to go get um, coordinators and coaches around you that are going to help you and therefore build your team and make these players better, then obviously that does nothing but help the coach. So, um, I mean, the coach needs a little bit of help, too. You know, there's a hierarchy above Dino Babers that needs to allow him to have the the tools to actually be successful. And I think that this year more than ever, um, the athletic director in the school has given him those tools to be able to, to do it. So Obviously, the pieces that were put in place are, are, are I mean, it's special. They, they, this coaching staff is phenomenal so far this year. I mean, and, and you saw how Anai got on Garrett a little bit at one point. You know, he's like, why are you, why are you throwing that ball? Right. You know, it's not even supposed to go there, right? So um, just no, awesome. Yeah, there I mean, the way, were open. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a well put together, um, the, the team and the coaching staff. And, they're, and they're, they're clicking like this, this quick. That just goes to show you the talent that they actually have, too, and the experience that they actually, you know, that they bring to the table. So Right. Well, and you're uh, seeing it with next man up, too. They're coaching guys oh, yes. up that yeah, aren't, yeah, yeah. They weren't starters in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And these guys are coming in, and it's basically the same. I mean, it's, sometimes it's I don't know close. about you because yeah. I, it's like I don't have enough time on defense and on offense to look and be like, oh, did anybody get subbed out? Is this the starters? Is the you know, but then you look down and you see 20 where Garrett Williams is and like we never skipped a beat. Right. Like it just one it, guy comes out, another guy comes in and it all looks the same. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Isaiah Johnson, speaking of, uh, just did a phenomenal job coming in and filling the shoes. I mean, obviously right. he's not as t- talented or seasoned as is uh, Garrett Williams. But at the end of the day, um he did a fantastic job and you know, that's all you can ask for is to, is to be able to make at least put a stamp on things and get noticed. And that's exactly what he did. So, um, all right, let's see. Um, Dave on Facebook, people discount Syracuse nonstop. They give credit to anything but them and the coaches solid win could have done without the turnovers, but still a W I'm most worried about the injuries. Yes. And we've, we've kind of, we've kind of already hit on all that, but yep. We'll, we'll see. Was there anybody else? Oh, Deuce Chestnut went out for a minute too, if I remember right. Yeah, but he, he came back in fine. Yeah, I know. He came back in. I mean, so right. I, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. He had his pads on the whole time. Garrett Williams didn't have any type of, you know, crutches. Uh, There's a couple, you know, we saw Sean Tucker get banged up, but he always he came back. Bergeron was a little slow one time. I mean, there's going to be little bumps and bruises, but minus Garrett Williams, I didn't see, like... If Garrett Williams comes back and plays against Clemson, that this is a win because of the physicality of that NC State defense. Oh, yeah. And um, to just not have, you know, Garrett Trader was never sacked. Okay, there were some dirty hits, a couple blows. I, I think, well, the, at least the one. Um, but you know what? It's football, and like Troy Eggman says, sometimes that's you know, yeah, look at it and take the skirts off of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not allowed to say that, but we don't hold much water here, so who cares? Um, Let's see, let's see what we got here. Let's let's finish up. Let's finish up with Joe P. 
old friend of the show. What a fantastic win. Offense did what it needed to do, got points when needed, looked like they were trying to give it away, got to reduce the penalties. Veterello. I mean, it was almost a whole game. He came this close. This freaking no, no. Uh, But other than that, I'm pleased with bowl eligibility. By the way, it's the second one to say that. That's 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 good. Uh, I didn't. I don't think we'd get. I didn't think we'd get there. Honestly, now let's go shock the world. And that's that's the that's the phrase heading into this week is shock the world. And can they do it? I don't know. Uh, number fourteen going into face number five Clemson in Death Valley. Uh, a very 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 hostile atmosphere for the ACC and. Um, you know, we'll talk about it Tuesday. You know, I had so just to be clear too. Yeah. Just to be clear, I had I had Syracuse at four and two at this point. So I did have uh, NC State as a loss in my preseason predictions. I did have them at a loss. So uh, that and Purdue, I picked those to be the losses up to this point. So well, um, and that's not a, those aren't bad picks. When you look at Purdue. Um, I mean, Purdue's kind of humming at this point. Um, Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> Charlie Moore, or is it Charlie Moore or Charlie Jones? What are you talking about? Purdue? Talking about Purdue. Yeah. So they've won every game since we beat them. You know, and they, like I said, last episode. Charlie Jones, the receiver. Dan- yeah. Right? Yeah. It's Jones, Remember, the receiver. Yeah, Charlie yeah, yeah. Jones, little yeah. receiver. Yeah. yeah. So they just beat um, Nebraska yesterday, um, 43-37, put up 43-37. So, but O'Connell threw 391 and four touchdowns. Charlie Jones, 12 catches, 132 yards, and two touchdowns. So he pulled in a Ronda Getz. And, um, and that team has won since we played them. And, you know, you, everyone knows what our game was. We probably were lucky they beat themselves. And then Penn State, who was undefeated and just lost to Michigan yesterday, is the only other loss that Purdue has. So um, Purdue definitely is a good team. And um, they probably beat themselves more than we beat them. I mean, they beat themselves than we they allowed us. We to capitalized on their mistakes. I mean, we capitalized on them beating beating themselves, basically, right? Yeah. And so you could say the same um, thing about UVA. They imploded, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's and that's the whole point is that we just keep we keep going to the end. It doesn't really matter. We keep fighting to the end because we feel like we're gonna find a way to win. And when you actually do it and it actually comes to fruition, that's when you get the buy-in. That's when, I mean, I'm looking, I'm watching it right now with the New York Giants. I mean, they're five and one. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but hey. Who cares? The end, you can say who cares at the end of the day when you have belief in a coach that they're going to be able to put you in a position to win games, then that's when you start playing unselfishly and you don't have an ego when you're playing for each other and you play for the common goal. And now, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. We've done it. We've won games that in the, in the past we've blown horribly. And so, I mean, we have confidence. We didn't get rusty over two weeks of a bye. We actually got, I thought, more efficient and better minus the two, the two interceptions. But what do you do when you think one's a penalty and then the other one is you have confidence in your teammate? I mean, you need to have confidence in that guy to go in and make that play. It's going to always – he threw the ball so it comes down on him. But you're right. I mean, that's where the, well, that's where the blame's going to get put. But at the end of the day, if you want to really analyze it, I mean, you're exactly right. I, I personally don't think he should have thrown that ball. I mean, he, I mean, could have went. I mean, there's, I mean, look, that was, look, that was probably one, one of those things where he one. thought he was gonna be what there, right? And he threw the ball, and he probably went, "Oh shit!" Like, and knew that that was about to happen because obviously he saw that that defender made a good play, right? Um, but again, I would much rather him 
be in that type of in that zone of I'm confident with my team, not thinking about it, just going and going. You know, I mean, you could say it was a bad pass, but I think there was more than just um, what it was wasn't going a bad pass. It. The bad the pass wasn't bad. The decision was bad. Well, the deci- well <laughs> the decision, but also you know obviously the receiver had to put himself in a position to win to 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 win that matchup that yeah. play, and, and he didn't. Right. So if he did, then the ball would have been where it was supposed to be. But because he didn't, you know, you see it all the time. Receiver slips, interception. Are you going to blame the quarterback? When you're watching the game, you don't. But at the end of the day, you look at the stats and like, oh, he threw two interceptions. Well, what if both of them, what if one of them, the receiver tipped and he should have caught and the other one, the receiver fell? Right. So there's other things that happen um, for quarterbacks to get interceptions. So Right. Um, okay. Well, look. I could sit here and go through the conversations going on in the green room, and probably we could talk another hour. But we're not going to do that. Okay? Uh, I, I would love to, but I'd hate to bo- First of all, I hate to bore everybody. Secondly, it is hot back here in this room right now. I don't know, and I do have AC, but I'm just too lazy to go get up and turn it on. Um, so, so you have an I excuse think- for an excuse. I do. I do. It's time to end the show. It's time to end the show. That's amazing. (laughs) Hey, look. Hey. We could do this, but I don't want to do it because it's hot in here. And because it's hot in here, I'm too lazy. I can't go. Wow. Talented. Just say you want to end the show, bro. Just say you want to end the show. I I, I just want to pay very close attention to everything you're saying, too, so I can get educated on all of it. But look. Appreciate all of you in the green room. Michael, Matt, uh, Dom, Captain Patrick, our boy, uh, Cuse Water Boy, all of you. We appreciate all of you. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. We'll see you Tuesday. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.